0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host. Happy Canada Day, long weekend. Happy Independence Day. Who's the guy that said, Me? I think it'll be a quiet weekend because it's the two holidays. Let's pick things up on Tuesday. Instead, Mr. Button, um, Rick Bonus, Derek Lalonde, Jim Montgomery, Bob Bugner, Brock Besser, Ryan McDonough, Nick Paul, and rumors, rumors, rumors as the song goes. I don't know if I left anything. Oh, Anthony DeClaire, maybe I left it out. I don't know what's the sexiest topic, maybe the trade. I mean, I want Ryan McDonough. That is what Julian Breezebois said. Surely the Lightning are worse today than they were when they lost to Colorado. They just lost Ryan McDonough.
1: Okay, that's today. Good thing for the Tampa Bay Lightning, they don't have to play today. They don't have to play tomorrow. (laughs) They don't have to play. Listen, Steven Stamko said it best at the end of the playoffs. He said, this team has a core of players that knows how to win. And he said, hey, listen, we got to come back. And he doesn't think that there's any reason they can't compete for a Stanley Cup next year. Now, obviously, he said that knowing they had McDonough. This is the reality. This is the reality of a salary cap. And, you know, the Tampa Bay Lightning have shown time and time and time again that they can make adjustments on the move. This becomes an uncomfortable one for Julian Breezeball. He, He talked about it. I can't imagine that Ryan McDonough, was really excited when he first heard the news because of all the success he's had in Tampa Bay. But that's a biggie. But we keep talking about a biggie for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Isn't it a biggie for the Nashville Predators to get Ryan McDonough? You know, somebody now that comes in that that has game. I mean, Ryan McDonough has game. Like, there's no question. They have Yossi. And you come in there with that type of pedigree, that type of experience, and he doesn't have to say much. He just goes out and plays. I think it's really significant for David Poyle and the Nashville Predators to put a stake in the ground there.
0: Okay. So we got two things because it was a, a trade, you know, a, a trade. Does this automatically mean Andre Pollat will be signed? Where does it leave Alex Kalorn on the light? Nick Paul gets a deal like Barkley Goodrell. It, oh very similar 3.15 so paul's there so they got stammer point and paul down the middle or sorelli's in the mix or whatever like whatever they want to do they've got options sorelli the third line paul so that's great but what does it mean for palat and alex calorn craig
1: Uh, andre palat is we know what a good player is and like i said it's term like get him to the right term give him a A little bit more money. I mean, he's all—he was already making over five million dollars. It's not like you know you're going from two point five. You go, where do we find the money? Alex Kalorn had almost sixty points this year in the National Hockey League. Like Alex Kalorn, we can look at the scoring drought he had and not being able to contribute in the playoffs. You know what? You got one year left with Alex Kalorn. He's a good player. You know what? You you want to start just dispatching group. You just had to make a really difficult decision with Ryan McDonough. Don't keep doing it with players that you know are good. Just because Alex Kalorn didn't produce in the playoffs on the score sheet doesn't mean he still doesn't have value, because I think he does. I think that this is a deal to get Palat redone and upped because he's such a valuable member of their team and gives them flexibility in other areas. Gives them flexibility. They can look at Jan Ruda. You can't tell me that other teams aren't going to be looking at Jan Ruda and going, geez, that's a player we want. But we know that the Tampa Bay Lightning want him as well you know you you can work it all out a little bit of bump for andre palat a bump for andre uh jan ruda and then you know you got some flexibility perhaps to add some other players in, in different areas julian Brisbois is nothing if not open-minded and creative to everything
0: okay quickly people are asking about uh philip myers and this option because he's paid higher than the cap hit do you think they'll keep him or is this also going to be a buyout that gives them more cap flexibility? This is where things get CBA complicated for the average fan.
1: Julian Breezewell said he's not buying them out. So you know what? I, I know what his contract is. I, I know what the buyout is and everything. But th- forget what I have to say. Julian Breezewell said we think there's something there. Philip Myers was a pretty good player in Philadelphia. The thing went off the rails in Philadelphia. He had some injuries, didn't perform as well as, as the National Predators expected. But if you don't know what's happening with Jan Ruda, you know, do you want to leave yourself short on the right side over there? And I think that for the Tampa Bay Lightning, Julian Breezebaugh says they see things in Philip Myers. I think there's ability there. And if he can slide in to that defense spot and, and do some things that Jan Ruta did, that's real value. Okay. On the other side, you've
0: added Ryan McDonough, very sexy. I guess he's happy about the tax situation, same as Florida and Tennessee. So at least the 6.75, he brings home as much of it. Forsberg, we heard, was offered eight, and then the number came out at 8.5. Does this mean things have changed with, what, new ownership in in Nashville that – Forsberg, Johansson, Duchesne, Yossi, McDonough, and it's all one big happy family stew. You know, is this all going to work out where the Preds now are no longer kind of small market? They're going to act like a big market team.
1: Are all these guys staying, Mr. Button? Well, I I think that we see through their actions, forget about their words, their actions speak volumes. I mean, Ryan McDonough has four years left on his contract. I mean, so that's pretty significant. Philip Forsberg, is him and Yossi, to me, are the heartbeat of the Nashville Predators. You know, they signed Yossi long-term. We know what they did with Johansson, and we know what they did with Duchesne. To me, you have to get Philip Forsberg signed. And, and like, if you start sitting here and you start going, oh, it's 8.25, it's 8.5. If it gets to 8.6, it gets to 8.75, you need to get Philip Forsberg. If it starts to get silly, your word that you use at this time of the year, then you got to maybe reconsider at this point in time, it's finding a way to get Philip Forsberg under contract.
0: So, Mr. Button, I think the coaching carousel is Ooh. grinded to a halt. Uh, uh, fun, dramatic. I- I'm happy for honestly Jim Montgomery. You know that you know there can be something in life, and you know things are done the right way, and 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 he's back. Um, I I didn't see that happening. Um, I didn't see Rick Bonus happening. <laughs> flashback a two-year deal I thought he was going to retire it's funny in Dallas he was aging out and going to retire well apparently he went to the Benjamin Button fountain of youth and now he's back so I'm happy like I don't know Derek Lalonde you know there's obviously an Eisenman connection maybe David Quinn was one that was left out of the coaching carousel but I'm, I'm happy for Jim Montgomery and Rick Bonus. why not but they better play defense Craig you and I've talked about it they better play defense in Winnipeg
1: well here's what I'm going to tell you Okay. Go, look at the, go look at the Dallas Stars metrics. Go look at their metrics. They don't give up a lot in the middle of the ice. They don't give up a lot in the inner slot. They don't give up a lot of high-quality chances. They, 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 they're good, like, in, in that regard. They were, they were a team that knew how to defend in that area. But that's the area where the Winnipeg Jets need lots of improvement. I mean, they have star quality. They have lots of good players. Improve your defensive and uh, positioning improve your defensive metrics, and you're going to be a better team. There's no question about it. Rick Bonus did it in uh, Dallas. So when I look at what he did and how he did it, it's exactly what Winnipeg needs.
0: Well, there's a lot of people that are worried about Shifley and Pierre-Luc Dubois and some defense,
1: but for a short sample of this year, are you worried? No, not at all. Listen, Pierre-Luc Dubois, he's got two years left on his contract. You know, we're reaching a point now in NHL salary cap scenarios where we're going to see a lot of younger players hit the open market as free agents we're going to see a lot of them and matthew kachuk is hitting it this potentially next summer like you know you start to think about 25 year old players hitting free agency you know kevin fiala signs a big long-term contract he was going to potentially hit free agency next summer you're getting 25 26 year old players hitting free agency you know bottom line is that's where you got to be a too many teams, Steve, you're you going to plan for the future, but too many teams get focused too far out into the future, not enough time spent on the present. So, Pierre Lou Dubois, you're going to be here. So good. Like, you know, here's your contract. Here's what we're going to do. And I'll play. <laughs> I'll worry about two years from now, two years from now. Doesn't mean I'm not thinking about two years from now. But for Rick Bonus and the Winnipeg Jets, I think the next 24 months are crucial. They got a good group of players there what are you going to do? You're going to maximize them or is this going to be just another reflection in time? Oh, the jets could have been, might've been, weren't. You don't want to have to use in the vocabulary at the end of it.
0: Yeah. I love your answer. Not just because I thought the same thing and had the same discussion about someone else last week on the show was worried about the jets said, Hey, and I love how you said, am I, am I thinking about it? Yes but it's the Lou Lamorello have a six month, 12 month, 18 month, two year, five year plan, and be ready to change it uh, with five minutes notice. So at this point, let's see where we're at, because if it goes really well, Shrevely and Pierre-Luc Dubois might have a different feeling in a year from now. And it goes really bad. You as the GM, you might have a different feeling about those players or where the jets are going. So that's the way it works. And, Remember where the Islanders and Habs and Stars were a year and two years? They were feeling really good about themselves at that time frame, and a lot's changed with those franchises. So it's always good to look back when one is looking ahead. So we're at draft, we're at uh, podcast seventy-nine. We're saving kind of a draft preview for eighty. So we'll do that. Heading into the draft, and you and I will both be there, yucking it up, and when it's all over, sharing a nice cold one. So, of all the silly season stuff, and you've heard the rumors about DeBrinket, Giroux, Manson. Um, I don't know what's going on in San Jose, Craig. I would not even give you if somebody offered me the resume link. I don't even know if I would send it to you because it's a, such a mess in San Jose right now, especially on the back end. We just talked about Forsberg. Maybe we start with Kadri and and mr johnny goodrow the rumblings out there are eight times nine and a half and i don't know where you think kadri is going fans love the silly season do we know anymore has our gut changed at all on what johnny goodrow or nazem kadri might do
1: well all i know is this johnny goodrow is a top player in the nhl (laughs) like you know coming off 115 points there's no indication that he's falling off right but you know You start to look at the dollar figures. You can't say it's off. You can't say it's off. You can look at age and, oh, he's this old. What will it look like? You can't say it's off. Nazem Kadri is a really good player. You know, we talked about it previously. You know, do you want Naz on your team? I believe Naz is a great, a great two-way centerman. I don't think he's a number one. So I think for for Naz to end up in a situation where he can be that premier two-way centerman, it would be... Uh, something he's got to look at. Now, what teams can afford him? What teams, you know, with the cap flexibility to get him in that need that type of player, how can they do it? Because he he's everything you want in a player. And Johnny Goudreau, you know, it's funny, Steve, when you ask me, like, you know, Johnny Goudreau at nine point, Johnny Goudreau needs help. And that's not a knock against Johnny. Nazim Kadri. Not that he helps take pressure off of other players. If Johnny doesn't have the support around him, you're going to be you're going to be chewing on criticism. And it's not it does, that's not the player's fault. I'm just telling you as a manager, you'll be chewing on criticism if you can't support him. You might win the press conference on free agent day. You're not you're not you're not going to win ultimately, which is what you're trying to do when you sign free agents.
0: Time now for KB on Ice and Inside Look at the NHL brought to you by our friends at Sports Interaction. Sports Interaction is Canada Sportsbook 19 plus play responsibly. I'm on the Sports Interaction site staring me in the eye is Carolina at 14 to 1. I don't know what's going on in Tampa. I don't know what's going on in Colorado. I don't know if I believe in Toronto Rangers. Carolina 14 to 1. I'm taking them and I'm this close to really putting down real cool on ice money. I haven't
1: done it yet. Craig, (laughs) 14 grand, maybe more. What do you think of that? Hey, listen, I mean, 14 to one Carolina hurricanes are a good team. Don't bet against them. Right? So, you know, we have a lot of uncertainty. We have a lot of uncertainties. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta put your chips somewhere and Carolina is, is a good place to put your chips. What I will say is this, know there's a lot that's going to happen so you got to kind of look who has the who has the team that's really well formed carolina does you know where else i'm going new york rangers Uh i'm going new york rangers the goaltender the blue line the forwards i think caco and lafreniere are just getting going here hatele so that's where i'm headed because i know what those teams have right now so i think the carolina bet is good i might take my chips and put them on broadway
0: they're 18 to one. You'd make even more money. You'd buy us an even better pound of meat. (laughs) For Craig Button, I'm Steve Coolius. This is KB on Ice with the most competitive odds. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. See what sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com forward slash coolbuttonpod. That's sportsinteraction.com forward slash coolbuttonpod. Make your bets, win your money, and play responsibly. All right, time now for final thoughts brought to you by Ultimate Hockey Fans. Ultimatehockeyfans.com forward slash cool button pod, ceiling fans, puck light fixtures, the avalanche stuff is getting built. Talk to our buddy Paul Cohen and he'll take care of you today. Saving the draft in episode 80 to look ahead. What's going on with Yuri Slavkovsky, Logan Cooley, and Shane Wright and all that stuff? We know where you stand. And we'll get into all that stuff next episode. Final thoughts on what we've seen and heard so far in Silly Season. Any gut feeling that Patty Kane could be an Islander, Johnny Goodrow, or Nazem Qadri, or are you going off the board like Joker's Wild somewhere else? You can't say this time of the year isn't fun. I love Silly Season. It, it, it is
1: fun. So he, I, I'm going to go back to 2011. Why do I go back to 2011? You know, it was, it was the shot heard around the world. Jeff Carter and Mike Richards traded in big, epic deals. They'd signed long-term deals. They were young players and Philadelphia wanted to make some changes. I'm looking at restricted free agents. We talk about Debrinkat, restricted free agent. You know, there's a lot of players. I don't know what's going to happen with Matthew Kachuk. I know what I'd be doing in, in Calgary. I'd be signing here. I, I'd be handing Matthew the contract. Matthew, here's the contract. You fill in the numbers. <laughs> Hang the jersey with the with the C on it behind him, right? You go. You fill in the numbers. He's a unique player. I think there's a lot of players in that boat that like teams are looking at and going, "Ooh, what do we do here? Do we trade them now?" Because if they can't, like if Matthew, if they don't get Matthew Tkachuk signed in the short term, I I don't think that bodes well for the Calgary Flames. And I think there's a lot of teams in the league like that. You know, Bill Guerin? What did he do? He said, Kevin, I can't afford you. Go on, Kevin Fiala. That's where I'm looking. I'm looking at that, that wave of players. We know Kadri and Manson and that group of free agents, Kemper. We, we know where they're at. What about that restricted free agent group? Where Pierre-Luc Dubois, you mentioned Pierre-Luc, where are we at with them? That, to me, is interesting.
0: To me, I'm staying on GM week, Shark week, which GMs will bite and which won't. You know, I look at Ottawa and there's some rumblings and some good stuff and LeBreton Flats. It's always good to sell hope and to keep moving, but there's times when you got to go from here to here for your team, for your fan base. Like it's, it's okay to say, you know, I've been working on my diet and stuff. And, you know, I lost three ounces last month. At one point, you got to get to the point of saying, we're making progress. We're pushing this puck forward. It can't be the same old spinning around the carousel. At one point it's go time. And I'm not saying you go from zero to 60 and have to win. the No, I'm saying progress. And Ottawa's seen some, right? Probably not as quick as I would like. And like, you know, they've, there's been some excuses. No excuses. Let's push this forward that we've got meaningful March and April games. I don't want a goalie excuse. I don't want an injury excuse. I want show time and go time. GM week, Craig, we talked about it. I think if I'm a Ottawa example, I want a bite here. And what some of these GMs do or don't do, we've said it. In our season ending episode, we'll be talking about what GMs succeeded and what didn't. So we'll see which ones get the job done.
1: Oh, you were just fishing and you want to get the big bite, not the little bite. That's (laughs) the same thing with the GMs.
0: (laughs) Well said, my friend. Well said. Okay, for Bruce Bolden, Craig Button, I'm Steve Cooley. Episode 79 on Silly Season. A little taste today, like the little fish that I caught, that I did throw back, by the way. Episode 80, the big fish is available for the upcoming NHL entry draft. For everyone here, be well, be good, and we'll see you then.